Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, he is a ray of sunshine on a Browns Therapy Monday. He is on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline as well. He joins us. Every Browns Therapy Monday or every Monday at 11 o'clock. His name is Scott Petrak from brownzone.com. You know him, you love him, and he is on the air right now. Hey, Scott, how are you? What's up, buddy? I'm good, but it feels like a lot of pressure for me to be the ray of sunshine. You are the ray of sunshine. Congratulations. I hope it's a an honor you will cherish for the rest of your life. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm going to call you the luminary of logic because that's usually what you bring. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Would you put that on your business card? I don't know what those words mean. Yeah, that's fair enough. I appreciate that, too. <laughs> I'm not here to words good. I'm just here to yell. <sighs> My eyes are still burning from what I watched yesterday. Can you explain to me what I saw? <laughs> um, sure. He had a good start. Um, then he had some bad defense, and he had a bunch of missed opportunities and some bad special teams. I don't want to forget that. And then missed opportunities on offense. I thought that was a big story of the day. He had dropped touchdown passes. You had fumble on the bill side of the 50 quarterback exchange, you know, quarterback center exchange. And then you had the two stops on the quarterback sneaks on third and one and fourth and one. And I think those were that really prevented the Browns from being in the game at the end and going toe to toe with Buffalo. Cause I thought there's a chance for them to do that offensively. And they just couldn't capitalize on the chances. Scott, I got a two part question and I'm not going to try to church this up. Are we going to see a coach get fired this week? I don't think so. Are we going to see a coach get fired before the end of the season? I don't, I don't think so. I would go probably not. Um, you know, and I get the arguments that why not do it? If you're going to do it January 10th or 11th, whenever the season's over, why not do it now? Maybe you find something over these last seven games. Maybe it's a spark. Maybe it does whatever right because there's obviously discontent and um poor performance that's been going on for a long time now with this defense i get all that uh but i just don't think it's in kevin stefanski's personality to do that and maybe he surprises me um and i also understand the thought that that's not going to fix anything um let's just see if we can get better with the guys we have even though i know that there's not a whole lot of people with any optimism that that's going to happen Scott, is Kevin the CEO of this team? And if he's not, should he be? Yeah, I mean, I think he is. I mean, he's in charge of everything. I mean, I, you know, he's not calling the defensive plays, but he shouldn't be. I mean, correct, enough people complain that he caused the offensive plays. Right. Um, you know, I mean, he's not working with 
Cade York on getting the ball higher in the air, but no head coach does that, right? That's not the job of the head coach. Right. So I think he is the CEO. Uh, it's his decision, at least I think it's his decision, whether or not he fires, um, you know, any, either of his coordinators. You know, we, we talk about Mike. I mean, there's a lot of talk about Joe Woods. I think Mike Prefer should be in that discussion as well when you talk about coaches that could be or should be in danger of getting fired because the special teams have been bad all year long. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think Stefanski's in charge of that, and I think he, you know, I, I think he knows exactly what's going on with these guys. He's he's monitoring everything. Um, it just hasn't it just hasn't worked out like it should be working out. Could you imagine if Kevin Stefanski had called the defensive place too? I mean, everybody yells that he's got the <laughs> Waffle House menu in front of him. It turned into the Cheesecake Factory menu. <laughs> yeah, that would not be a good idea. No, it would not be good at all. Scott, when you start hearing from Miles Garrett and Grant Elpitt saying things about trust and Miles Garrett saying they are not practicing turnovers and practice and emphasizing it, what does that make you think when you hear that? Well, from a big picture standpoint, it makes me think that there's trouble, right? And it's not just on the field. It, it goes beyond that. Um, but Miles Garrett, he didn't say they're not practicing it. He he said there's not like enough importance placed on he says, yeah, they practice it and they have goals, but they're not meeting their goals. So he, he was asked to follow up and he didn't give a really good answer to the follow-up. Like, is he criticizing Joe Woods or is he criticizing his teammates? Cause I know how much the Browns emphasize, like I know how much the coaches emphasize takeaways. It's something they talk about all the time. I've watched them practice. They practice these takeaway drills. So the, the coaches have put that in place. Now, maybe miles feels like, it's once you get on the practice field, it's not emphasized enough from the coaches, or maybe the players aren't taking that and running with it, right? They're supposed to rip the ball out at the end of practice, at the end of plays, and they count that, they track that, and the players just aren't doing it enough. Like, that was, I think that's part of what Miles was getting at. Um, I, I think it's difficult when these quotes are kind of nebulous and, you know, players won't pin themselves down or we can't get them to pin themselves down. Like when Grant Delpit says, we need to know, like, I, you know, we can't, we don't trust each other, and I'm not sure everybody knows what they're doing. Like, you can read that one way, like, that's a Joe Woods problem, right? The guys don't know what they're doing. But you can also read it like, my teammates are in the wrong place doing the wrong thing. And it's not just about coaching, because obviously the coaches tell the players what to do, right? And I think there is a level of the players aren't playing intelligent football, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And for an organization that for a long time preached, you know, tough, smart, and accountable, I don't see that smart. You know, I don't see that intelligence showing up on the defense. And it leads to those breakdowns. I think it leads to bad gap. You know, we talk about being in the right gap as a run defense. I think a lack of intelligence on the field has really shown up. And I don't know how much you can put that on Joe Woods. I think part of that is put on the collection of talent and the roster building. All right, so then what do you think he was saying then? I mean, like, I, I see how you're kind of reading it. Do you think it's the yeah. players or do you think it's the coach? Well, I mean, that they're criticizing? Yeah, no, that don't, I, like, they don't know the plays. No. Like, we've been talking about this communication issue yeah. since week one. Right. I, it's so hard because the, everything stops with the coaches, right? So right. it's fine to just say, it's the coach's fault. I get it. But I also know that these coaches are smart guys, right? And I watch them coach them in practice. It's like, 
they're doing they're doing what they think is right, and it's not translating. So I get that that falls on the coaches, but I also think there's there has to be some responsibility, some individual responsibility placed on these players to be in the right spots. And when a team motions, right, we saw it against Miami. The Browns couldn't adjust to the motions. And we saw it on the Stephon Diggs touchdown yesterday. Guy goes in motion, and you could see the confusion, right? Right. Well, it's, the Browns practice that. So at some point, it's up to the players to realize, hey, a guy goes in motion, we're in this coverage. If I'm A.J. Green and my guy's in motion, I can't just let the best receiver on the other team run across the field without going with him. Right. Right? Like, so I do think uh, I do think a high percentage of this is the defense is not playing smart enough, and I put a lot of that on the players. I'm not removing responsibility from Joe Woods, but I do put a lot of it on the players. The luminary of logic, Scott Petrak, joining us on the North Elmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Of course, you can read them, brownzone.com. Scott, when you see a, a line that says Nick Chubb had 14 carries for yeah. 19 yards and Kareem Hunt with five carries for 32 yards, what does that tell you about this offense? Well, it makes first my thought is where's Jeff Phelps to ask me why they don't run it more? So I can say, <laughs> well, great, they ran it 14 times for he's on assignment, Scott. Yards. Yeah, yeah, he's super undercover assignment. Um, but yeah, it's I mean, it's highly unusual, right? I mean, we're used to seeing Nick Chubb have just success almost every time he touches the ball, and there are just too many negative negative plays. And that's not I don't think that's on Nick Chubb. You know, I think that's you know the play calls didn't work. The Bills knew it. The Browns wanted to do, and the offensive line didn't get it blocked up, or tight ends didn't get it blocked up, because I don't think it's a Nick Chubb issue at all. But we're certainly not used to seeing that, and it puts everything then on the passing game. And I know Kareem had some success. You know, you mentioned those stats. But, you know, when I looked down from that press box yesterday, you see a whole lot of Buffalo Bills on the line of scrimmage. And that says, go, they're daring Jacoby Brissett to throw the ball. And he did. He had success throwing the ball. Um, but you can just tell when the Browns don't have, when Nick Chubb doesn't get going and he doesn't have a big game, just the offense changes. It just feels different. And Stefanski admitted that, right? Cause you know, you got to throw it more and you know, that's not what you want to do. And it takes you out of, you know, it kind of messes up your down and distances and then you get a sack and you can't get a first down. Like everything changes. And, and I think that was difficult for the Browns to overcome, even though Jacoby Brissett played great and had a big day throwing the ball. What are we expecting from Deshaun Watson after this week? Or maybe I should put it in retrospect. Let's let's go backwards. What has Jacoby Brissett done? I mean, I've been impressed with what he's been able to do. And I, I mean, it's going to be, you know, that's our next phase, I think, in the season. is like, okay, this is Jacoby's farewell game. But I, the expectations I have for Deshaun, I, I think, are realistic. Thinking, I don't have any expectations for him. He hasn't played in two years. Right. Um, we'll start with Jacoby. He is we've said this before, he's far exceeded my expectations. Yeah. I think he's given this team a chance to win, you know, week in and week out with a couple exceptions. I think ESPN's QBR has him sixth in the league, which feels a little high. Um, you know, I don't think he's playing like the sixth best quarterback in the league, but he's given this team a chance to win. And I'm stunned that with that type of quarterback play, the team is three and seven. And that goes back to special teams and defense, like we talked about. And I think he's been a good leader. He's been everything the Browns, you know, hoped for. And when I wanted, you know, I thought, hey, they'd be better off getting Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know if Jimmy G would have played any better than Jacoby Brissett. So I think the Browns probably got that one right. Um, when it comes to Sean Watson, it's anybody's guess. You know, the talent is obvious, right? And maybe people forget that because he hasn't played in two years. 
just watching him throw the ball at practice, watching him move around at practice, which we did in the offseason. We did at training camp. Just different. He's just a different guy. Um, I just don't know how quickly you're going to see that translate. But I do think there's a chance that his mere presence um, has an you know sends a jolt through this team because I think he's that kind of talent. Now, you know that transition to league is going to be hard. It probably helps playing a bad Houston team first. Hopefully, you get that out of the way, and then he can kind of you know hit the ground running. Um, but it's going to be fascinating to see because 700 days between regular season starts, you just don't see that ever. Last one out of me, Scott. Lindell Joseph and, and Dominican Sue signed with the Eagles over the weekend, show up, play real well for an Eagles team that needed help in the interior defensive line. What do you think stopped them from joining Cleveland? Or maybe it's just flat out they didn't reach out. Yeah, I don't know so much about Joseph. Um, I, I think Sue, I just don't think they, the Browns thought he was the player that he once was. And obviously they could be wrong about that. Uh, but I think if, I think if Andrew Barry and – the front office really thought that he was an upgrade. And I know people are going to go, how could he not be an upgrade when we've been watching Jordan Elliott and Taven Bryan and Tom Togia and Perry on Winfrey. Um, but I really believe they just thought that he wasn't the player he used to be. Scott, as always, we appreciate you and we appreciate your, what'd you say? Is, not as Luminary knowledge. of logic. Luminary of logic. So <laughs> that should carry up. You have a great Thanksgiving with your family and uh, we look forward to talking to you next Monday as well. Thanks, Thanks, Scott. Make sure you're reading brownzone.com. That is Scott Petrak. And, of course, he was on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.